This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Miscreants on the Moon podcast. As always, it's me, Jacob, here, and sitting on the other side of the of the podcast, Mike. Hayden. <laughs> and we're here to talk to you about, it's the year of, it's the... Twenty, uh, the 2010s was the year, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little sick, so a little, I might sound bad, and also my brain might be a little foggy, who knows, but um, I'm here. Uh, tw- what I was trying to say is, the 2010s were the year where we just got absolutely hornswoggled by the amount of superhero adaptations that there were comic book movies everywhere 10 a year it looks like maybe that's not really coming to an end because we're still getting a lot of those they're just all pretty bad um but it looks like the 2020s the roaring 20s is shaping up to be the decade of video game adaptations (laughs) because god we've gotten a couple so far uh you know the last of us uncharted I feel like there have been more, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. But really what I'm thinking about is there's also a lot on the horizon. So assuming we'll continue to get more seasons of The Last of Us, at least one more season. Um, I'd still think they said they're only going to do, they're not going to pass the next game. I still feel like even if they don't do anything in between, if they go straight into it, it'd be hard to... uh to get that into one season, uh, like one 10 episode season. So I, I think we're going to get at least a couple more seasons of that. We've got things like God of War from uh, Amazon, I think. We've got things like Ghost of Tsushima is getting a movie. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Great game. Don't feel like it needs a movie. Uh, we've got, there's other stuff that I was thinking of, but I've forgotten it. Death Stranding is getting a movie or a TV show. I don't know. I I have no clue. Is well, Norman it's getting one of be in it. <laughs> you feel like he would be. It'd be. <laughs> it would be weird to make it into a movie or a show and not have I him just in it. Remember that being like the biggest thing about that game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, so far this this decade, we've gotten uh, two seasons of The Witcher. And uh, another spinoff show of that. We've got some new Resident Evil reboots that were not great. I never saw it, but yeah, a bunch of stuff is coming out. We have the reverse of that. We have Harry Potter getting made into a video game. Maybe it's the... <laughs> you know what I miss? Do we do, has this been brought up like every week this, this year on the podcast? I'm just, I'm just so ready to be able to just whenever my teacher fails me in potions class because I just haven't been showing up, just pull out my wand and you know hit him with the Avada Kedavra, <laughs> and then uh, you know be able to walk out the class and you know now I have a reason to skip because we don't have a teacher. Okay. I wonder. I hope. I kind of hope. The. The more that I, like, think about what I am picturing this game as, I'm not picturing what I think the game is going to be, I'm picturing what I want it to be, and I want it to be just, like, GTA, but set in Hogwarts while you're a student. So, (laughs) That's exactly what I was imagining, too, honestly, (laughs) whenever we were just talking about going around with the the band spells and stuff. Yeah, the the more I've thought about it, I'm definitely going to, like, pre-order... I forget what you said I had to do. Do I have to pre-order it? I think do I have it's to like buy a special $10 one? more. <laughs> That's fine. Being able to kill anybody and everybody whenever I want is worth the extra ten dollars. Um, <laughs> so I'm everybody gonna buy. Everybody else, the you t- should probably pay the extra ten dollars too, just to combat this. That's the problem. <laughs> and I don't think it's. I don't. Th- I don't think it's. It's not. It's not online, is it? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was. No, I'm pretty sure it's just like. Oh, you're just going to school, bro. I mean, there's like seven years. (laughs) I mean, there's a story. Yeah, I think it's like a seven year long, like, story. 
I was I, like I was pretty interested in it. I thought it was gonna be. Man, I, I just keep seeing screenshots of it, and I just think it keeps getting worse and worse. Like after yeah. that dragon photo, there's been a few more, and I'm just like, that's awful. See, but here's the thing: the thing about that is, if the story is decent, and the graphics are bad, I can I can be okay with that as long as like it runs smoothly. Mm-hmm. And really, if the story is at least okay, the graphics are okay, and I'm not having like frame rate drops and stuff and i can go around and just like be a little 11 year 11 year old boy that is equipped with the or girl haven't decided yet um being equipped with the unforgivable curses it'd be pretty like this might be my game of the year honestly okay I can't remember. I think there was a game that's coming out that I said was might be my. I forget what game I picked, but Spider Man. The, the clo- no, I don't think I picked Spider Man. I think I picked something else. Well, you said. Well, we both picked Spider Man, but then you like pivoted and you said uh, <clears throat> the game by uh, Bethesda. Oh, uh, Starfield. Yeah, yeah. I like. Okay, I remember. Yeah, your I, safe I pick think- was Spider Man. I'm more I'm more confident that Spider-Man 3 will be good. Or Spider-Man 2, I guess. Spider-Man 2 and a half will be good. <laughs> um but I I'm more if both games are good, I think I'll like Starfield more. Mm-hmm. But regardless, neither of those will hold a candle to this game if I'm <laughs> able to just run around just solving all my problems with violence. Okay. I'm gonna be. The, I'm gonna get this, and then they're gonna put limitations on it. They're gonna be like, "You can only use this in like the hub world," and I'm gonna be pissed. Just, I'm gonna take it, and I'm gonna get my money back. So you're just gonna go and just kill a bunch of muggles, <laughs> just out there, and just going crazy. Yeah, uh, I saw a I saw a tweet earlier that was like, <laughs> like I think I saw it too. <laughs> when I when I get a hold of this game, the Wizarding World is not gonna have to worry about Voldemort or something because I'm gonna yeah. get them something bigger to worry about. Exactly. <laughs> you will worry about the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people. Well, I'm not gonna say. Oh, never mind. Anyway, enough Hogwarts Legacy talk. I don't even remember how we got onto this, but. Oh yeah, it's because I said it's the reverse of what we're talking about today. But there's, regardless, there's a lot of adaptations. We have the Mario movie. Uh, Sonic movies come out this year. I- I'm just listing things to let you know that 2020 through 2029 is the year of video game adaptations. Wouldn't that just be like a decade? <laughs> yeah, but I've said decade like four times today, and I just wanted to switch it up, damn it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I don't know why it matters. <laughs> Because I just I like to keep the listeners on their toes. <laughs> I like to make their toes curl, Jake. There's the difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. We uh we had a good few years. Uh, thank you all for listening. But I think that I think that is the That's the, perfect the closing note statement <laughs> to end this podcast on. Um. So yeah, we'll uh we'll. I guess Hayden will see you in your dreams. Signing off. <laughs> Never mind, we're still here. We're not going to end it over that. Uh, uh, may- <laughs> we've got too much stuff to talk about to end over that. <laughs> You're right. Uh, speaking of which, I do have a little bit we of got news. Morbius 2 to go. Oh, yes. It's Morbin time, baby. Um, two Morb, two Morbius. <laughs> what, what, this is cursed sorry guys um anyway let's, let's rein it back in uh because i do have some some news that we can talk about okay honestly you know only going off the row for the first 10 minutes that's that's a record for us um remember that flashpoint movie that's not going to come out what about it well they released the toy line for it and um, the the toy line show that there's going to be a little character in this movie called the Dark Flash. 
Do you know who that is? The Dark Flash? Yeah. My Flash knowledge is, like, pretty limited. I watched the yeah. show for, like, I don't know how many seasons. I'm pretty sure the uh, Dark Flash was eventually in that. He was the guy in, like, the black and red suit who, um, underneath his mask, was, like, dead or whatever. I don't know if I ever got to that point, if I'll be honest. I uh, I definitely didn't. He might not even be in the show, <laughs> to be honest, but I figured that they just kept doing, like, different speedster villains every season. So, so he's just a dead Flash, basically? I don't really know his background. I've seen him pop up in a few things, but I like I don't I don't really know how he got there. Oh, he's a but apparently he's going to be in Wally it. West. Oh, really? That's yeah. odd. Um but yeah, so that monstrosity is going to be in it. This movie's not coming out, but I guess we'll still talk about it. Are you it. sure? <laughs> God, I hope not. Wait, um, have they set a release date for this thing? They, they've they moved it so many times, to be honest, I don't even know. I have no clue. I'm not even going to look it up, man. I just, I, I, I've lost interest in this movie four years ago. Yeah. Three years after uh, it was supposed to come out. <laughs> yeah, remember when, uh, like, the Flash TV series and the Flash movie were announced in, like, the same week? Yeah. And they both had, like, release dates that were happening fairly soon? Wild. <laughs> anyway. Uh, aren't they already doing the re- the reverse flash in this movie as well I have no clue man if it's fl- if it's a flash movie I know nothing movie, about this movie <laughs> I feel like in the trailers we've seen the reverse flash and then they're also doing two versions <laughs> two versions of Ezra Miller's flash and then I, I think like, another one I feel like they would have announced the the casting for reverse flash because everybody like Always fan cast Anthony's Anthony Star. I don't know if it's Anthony or Anthony, if there's an H there or not. Um, it's Anthony, I think, and I am pretty sure I saw a rumor that the Reverse Flash was also being played by Ezra Miller. So I think Ezra Miller is playing three Flashes in this movie. Is the reverse and flash? Then, the reverse flash isn't Barry Allen, though, is he? No, it's not. But in this movie, it might be. I don't understand. So, this movie. <laughs> the so far, this, who wrote this? We have Ezra Miller playing two good flashes. We have the Dark Flash, who is like his zombie future son, but dead. Um. Then we have the uh, Reverse Flash, who might be played by Ezra Miller. Then we have Batman, and possibly another Batman. Um, no, I, have... I think they're going to cut Keaton's out completely. That's, dumb. That, that's their plan, at least. That was what they were saying. I don't know, man. I... And then they I also have this. someone playing young Barry Allen. I don't know if that's Ezra Miller or not, so potentially a fourth Ezra Miller in this movie. This is the same conversation we had for Doctor Strange. <laughs> I just had like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's not coming out, though. So, I mean, same as like... I, they've spent too much money on it at this point, I think. I don't and know. People are going to go see it just to see how awful it is, I feel. I think that and then there's going to be over- like Snyderverse people that are going to be like, "Oh my god, this was amazing." I think we overestimate people's like ability to go see things that are bad just because they're bad. Uh, we do it for the podcast, but I don't think people do that like in real life. I don't know, but this is also the Flash. Do people you know? care about this universe anymore? I don't think so. If they were smart, since they're starting to write this the, new... This is the general public, though, James. No, I understand. No, I'm, I'm not saying they as in the general public. I'm saying they as in DC, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn and Zaslav, or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, they would cancel the rest of the movies. 
I want to see Shazam too. I, I still, agree. They should have like if they were smart, they, they should have first moved. Yeah, should have canceled them. Canceled everything moving forward, and then d- don't say that you're doing that to move up the release of your new stuff. Just give it some room to breathe because if you're starting to write and you're starting to do the casting and the pre-production and all of this stuff now, you're going to end up at a point to where you're releasing your first big movie a year or less after the last of the movies from the old universe. It's just like, just have a clean break and call it quits for a couple years and then you can get back at it. But we've been going for this for years on this podcast, though. Yeah, I know. I think ever since we started, we've just been asking them to end the universe. Anyway, uh, I do have one other piece of news if you don't have anything. I don't think I do. This might not be true in the slightest, but I hope that it is. With the failure that was Black Adam... It's rumored that Dwayne The Rock Johnson might be going back to the Fast and Furious franchise to have another big thing that goes right for him and is a success. Uh, This is the first time I've ever just, like, had the thought (sighs) pop in my head to just end the call. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I just, I, 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 man, something triggered me there. (laughs) I just... The ru- the rumor is that he might be going back for some kind of cameo or post credit scene or something in Fast Ten, and then he's going to be back like full time in Fast Eleven. Is it Fast Eleven the last one? Supposedly, Supposedly. yeah. Oh my god! <coughs> I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I have nothing. I, I this is the worst news you could have given me. <laughs> I was that Anything the worst news? Fast and Furious related. Could have right, well, couldn't have been worse for me right there. <laughs> I just hope you're looking forward to our Transformers trilogy of episodes in a few months because that's happening this year. That's fine. I could make it through that, I think. I think you, I think you say that. But if I you could, remember, I have methods we, of making it through stuff like that probably. <laughs> if you remember, we did the math and the runtime of all of the Fast and Furious movies was less than the runtime of all of the Transformers movies, even though there were three more Fast and Furious movies. I, I don't think that was true, was it? How long were the Transformers movies? Like three hours each, almost. Jesus Christ, Michael Bay, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I think Bumblebee was shorter, but still, like... When we did the math initially, when we were deciding... Yeah, they're all like two and a half at least. Yeah. And then the Bumblebee was two. Yeah, so... Is there missing any... How many of them are there? Six, including Bumblebee. Yeah, so. I see it. Okay, yep. And then, uh... When does Beast Wars come out? Sometime this year. Let me look at the date. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out when we have to do that. Because that'll be fun. Just watching... June 9th. God, we had... Okay. A month before the the greatest day in cinema history. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so yeah. After we watch uh, and review Fast 10, we'll give you... Three weeks of Transformers content in a row, and that'll be awful, but we'll do it for you, the fans. I'll tell you, I, I'm not watching any of the uh, the Fast franchise before we have to go see the new one. I'm not, I'm not re-watching. You don't have, I know, well, I'm you just don't saying, have to. I'm not I, mean, going to. I probably will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, just for the love of the game, but... I'm, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not I never said you had to. I'm just saying, it's not worth my time. all right um so i guess now we can get into our topic of the episode which is since it is the roaring 20s the decade of video game adaptations what are a couple of video game adaptations that we would like to see 
happen in the future. Mm. Maybe in this decade, because if there was ever a more fitting decade, it would be now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, do you want to go first? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get like my worst one out of the way. The one that's more than likely going to not happen. Just because of the circumstances around it. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about it just because I've been playing it. And I talked to you about playing it before we, we started recording. Okay. Uh, Disney could literally just call up the, the actor. Is his name Cameron Monaghan? Right? I, think. Uh, I don't know. That sounds Maybe. right to me. Um, But they could just call him up and they could make Lucasfilms be like, hey. He's talking about Jedi Fallen Order, by the way. We're going to make a Jedi Fallen Order movie. Or not movie, but series something. You could, it, I think it would be a better series. Um, just because there's so much, like so many things that you could draw out and like more stories that you could give him. But the reason that it's not going to happen is because it's, they're still producing the games. They're making the second one or like the second one's coming out next month or in March, March. Um, and Cameron Monaghan's getting older. Like he, he doesn't look the way he did in the first game. He, he looks older now in the new game too. Um, but they could just do that. They could just throw money at him, and they could make that happen if they wanted to. But they're not going to, probably. Yeah, I don't... Which they should. I don't think they... Not me saying that I don't think they should, but I do think this is a possibility that Disney could just do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I don't find his character all that interesting. Mm-hmm. He is, like, a pretty generic video game protagonist. Yeah. And the gameplay in those games is fun. The story is fine. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't know what would get enhanced by it being in a different medium. You know, mm-hmm. I would rather them explore different. Maybe get out. Like they're stuck very much in two different periods of time. They're like. The 15 years in between episodes 3 and 4, and the 5 years after episode 6. Yep. And, like, those are the, like, just broaden your horizons a little bit. Just, like, I do agree. something somewhere else. But I do feel, th- I, like, this is just one of those things I think they would just be like, yeah, we're going to green light that really quick while we can. Just because they're Disney. You know? Yeah, I just... <sighs> I, that being said, I wouldn't want it to happen because... Like I was, like I said, I'm playing through it. And like, there's like pretty much no story. You're just like hopping the planet at the beginning, just looking mm. for stuff, and you're like, "What am I doing?" You know. So yeah, it's it's very similar to a Dark Souls game, not only in like the style of combat and the type uh, and the type of boss battles and stuff that they have, and the uh, meditation checkpoint type system that they do. It's also similar in that it's very light on the story. Which works for a video game because, like, it's nice to be able to just go through, enjoy the scenery, enjoy the combat, and know that once every every uh, few hours you're going to get a little nugget of story and you won't have to worry about it. And then you get a big action set piece at the end and it all works out. Mm-hmm. I will say, while playing through it, the, the biggest grief I have, which I didn't even realize until, like, my play like this second playthrough of it there's no sneak mechanic that really sucks so if there's not a sneak mechanic in the next one i'm gonna be kind of ex- upset because i would really like a sneak mechanic in this game well, what do you need it for though just sneaking up on enemies <clears throat> like yeah, groups of I them mean, instead ah. of them all just like turning around and beefing up on you <laughs> ah. you'll be all right it builds character i mean yeah <laughs> it just okay. doesn't make sense it feels like it would be a mechanic in the game but anyways <laughs> yeah so my first one I got, I'm got. i getting this out of the way first because it is cheating a little bit because mine is a series that's already been announced mm. but I'm talking about the way that I would like them to handle it mm. if that makes sense the God of War series has been announced. I think Amazon Prime is doing it. And uh, they're going to get that going in the next couple of years. 
I think what they're probably going to do is they're going to adapt the 2018 video game Mm -hmm. and start there. I don't... I don't think that's what they should do. Um, I, I think that the new games are similar to The Last of Us. It's like the the tone and the like characters' emotional beats and stuff are like watered-down versions of The Last of Us, and that's very difficult for them to have adapted as well as they have so far in the show, which... We watched the second episode yesterday. It's still still great, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get away with more, like with less, really emotional things. But I I just think that since we're so close to that game coming out, and it's only been like what five years, mm-hmm. I just I don't know if that story needs to be told in a different medium yet. But I do think one of Kratos' stories should be told. I think that they should go back and adapt that original story of him in Greece as the ghost of Sparta. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would not only give people who don't have a way to play those old games. I played a lot of them. I don't think I played all of them. But who don't have a way to play those old games who want to get introduced to the series and don't want to have to watch a recap video on YouTube or whatever, which you don't have to play the old ones to play the new ones. It just enhances the story, in my opinion, just knowing all of that back backstory for Kratos. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that that's where they should take it. Just go back and do the origins of the character. And then maybe, you know, later on, you can either recast or age the person up or even just wait a few years and then you can do the newer, the, the two newest games when we're a bit farther removed from it. I'm, I'm sure they could, like, there's also a way they could do it where if, like, they start with, uh, like, the 2018 one where he could just, like, there could be, like, flashbacks or, like, visions, like like, dreams he could have nightmares about like what he did when he was younger and like because i know he he meets his son in the, the new like in god of war right like the the 2018 he meets his son. i mean he's been like, raising his like he's always known his son okay but like he his son wasn't in the old games was he no no okay yeah so that's what i mean that i guess um, i mean that yeah they would have to do that because even in the new games there are flashbacks and stuff mm-hmm. i just think i would rather see those old games, the story, like, just that was the state of video games back then. The story wasn't that finely tuned and stuff. I think if you really just went back and focused on the story of those old games, you could make something really good. Whereas these newer ones, the story is pretty good, especially in that first one. Mm-hmm. That I think that you don't really need to go back to it just yet. Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, like, these are games I haven't played. And I, I don't know how they'll do them. Have you not played any of them? Even the old ones? I mean, I watched uh, Garrett play them when we were, like, one of them when we were younger, back when, like, Blockbuster was a thing, because I think we rented it for a little bit. Uh, but outside of that, like, I, I haven't played the new one. I think I have 2018 one because of... It was free, yeah, uh, when you yeah. had the PS5. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I, those, those games have never really interested me a whole lot, so I, I don't know. They... I haven't beat the second one yet. I think I'm pretty close to the end. Story's not as good as the 2018 version, but uh, still is a lot of fun. And uh, still a really good story, just not... That one from 2018 was nearly perfect. It's probably up there with the original Last of Us as like, one of my favorite stories in a game. I think that God of War 2018 is probably on par with The Last of Us 2 story-wise. Maybe a little bit worse. I did mm-hmm. still like The Last of Us 2 story, but, like, it, it's it pretty comparable to that, I would say. I would give it a try. I think you'd like... Honestly, you personally might even like 
God of War more than more than The Last of Us. I don't really know. Mm. I think you should try them both. I mean, you have them both, so why not? <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first one. It, like I said, it's it's cheating a little bit because they are making it. I just think they should make it one way and not the other. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, my next one's also kind of cheating. Uh, it's a movie, which is why I'm a little skeptical. I, I feel like there's a lot you can do in a, just putting it all into a movie. I don't know where they're going to take it, obviously, but uh, is Borderlands. They're, they're making the movie. They announced cast members a while ago, like Kate Blanchett okay. and like Kevin Hart's in it. Yeah. Some big names in there. And I... I don't know. I don't know where they're taking it. Uh, Florian Montenot, he was like, he's the French actor. I think he's French. He he plays a boxer in one of the Creed movies. Really big guy. Okay, um, yeah. But I, I don't know where they're going to take it. I think he's playing the psycho, Krieg. Yeah. I don't remember any of those characters. Uh, You're I good. You, you didn't play never, them like I did. I loved these games. There's yeah, a I, try, I tried to play through it, but like... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was never, uh, it never lined up to where I could play through with people, and I didn't. The type of games they were, I don't think I could have gotten through them by myself. Like the, I I could like the ga- gameplay wise, I could have, but very, like the yeah, very co op the story and the dialogue and stuff like that. I don't think I could just sit there and get through it without, mm-hmm. um, you know, people to mess around with. Which, if you ever want to play those games again, let me know because I will go through them. Okay, that's fine. Um, I I don't know how to play them on PS5 right now, but we'll, we could talk about that later. Um, oh, you can. I mean, you, but there's, you, you can. Still. There's like a there's a whole uh, like this is I think the world's name is Pandora. <laughs> so I mean, same name as the one in Avatar. That's weird. But I don't know which one came out first. They came out around the same time. The first Borderlands and this. Yeah. Um. For the first Borderlands and Avatar, I, I should say. Sorry. Um. But there, there's a whole world, the moon that they, they explore in the games. It, it, there's three games that you have just everything that you can base it off of, and it could be a series. It should be like a, shouldn't be too long. Maybe like three, four seasons. I feel like you could easily cover it if done right. Too like some of the character choices. Like I would have not casted Kevin Hart as Roland. Roland is a big beefy guy. Kevin Hart is five four, <laughs> I think. Um, so just not. What is it going to be animated though? I thought it was animated. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I'll look it up if you want to keep talking. Um, and I I really like the villains in it. Like uh, Handsome Jack, I thought he was good. A lot of people weren't as big as big of fans of like the pre sequel game, which introduced like his backstory. But I'm sure you could even like make that better, giving it more story, more depth through like a TV show. And that's I've that's why I feel like I. I wish it was a TV show. <laughs> it doesn't say whether it's it says it's a live action. Oh, that's okay. Well then. Oh, and isn't Jack Black claptrap? I think he is. He is. That's the that's the annoying little robot, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is in it too. Yeah. But big names. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know the 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 dialogue and like the humor and stuff in that game always graded on me whenever I played it whenever I tried to get to them by myself so mm-hmm. you know they were fine uh, like gameplay wise but since the since the dialogue and the story and stuff were the parts I didn't like maybe the t- the movie's just not gonna be for me I don't know we'll see. And uh, there's there's parts of the games that can get very like self-aware because they have there's a bunch of Easter eggs in like DLCs and a lot of diff- like in a couple of the games in the pre-sequel and the sequel like there's a yeah. Minecraft one in one of them and it, it's they're very self-aware self-aware and it's just interesting I want to I want to know how they're gonna do it I think. Mm-hmm. so all right um, number two for me is gonna be. The Knights of the Old Republic. 
which really it it doesn't have to be a one-to-one translation of that story or anything more so what i'm saying is i want some type of game set in that world because with knights of the old republic and then in the much more expansive just the old republic the mmo rpg uh that i i put a lot of hours into uh during two separate stints in my life um i thought both of those were a lot of fun and the world they have there is really interesting it was before the sith had the rule of two so you have just a bunch of sith rocking about a bunch of jedi just um the way that they were set up and the dichotomy between them and everything just a world set up in that system politically and just culturally with these two ancient religions that are diametrically opposed just seeing something said in that would be a huge tonal shift for star Wars. maybe not a tonal shift but a tonal shift for the world that star wars is in and just something new fresh and interesting compared to what we're getting these days star wars hasn't gone stale yet mm-hmm. but it is <laughs> like i said earlier they're they're spending a lot of time in these two uh these two like midquel locations where they're reusing a lot of these characters so you kind of know where they end up and what happens to them they the landscape of the universe like you know between between in the seven between three and four in episode four the empire is still going to be in charge and all this stuff you know that in the stuff set between six and seven the first order is going to rise up and we're going to get those sequel trilogies with something set in the far future which i feel like you could do that would be interesting because you have no clue where the world's gonna end up or what's gonna happen yeah. with something set up in the old republic there is a bit more there that people have written about comics books and the games of course but those are all non-canon now you have the freedom if you go back to that era to use that world that has already been built and fleshed out and these systems and these dynamics and stuff are there but you really have the freedom to almost do whatever you want the the one thing that you kind of have is you have the republic and then you have like the sith version of the republic at the time the republic really doesn't have to change it just gets older and eventually turns in and it's implied that eventually that turns into what we have later on down the road you know that at some point the evil version of the empire that the sith have falls they have the rule of two the master and the apprentice you know that it ends up there but you're not obligated to to have it to where okay in the characters that we're dealing with right now in their lifetimes we know where the story goes you don't have it to where you're set up you're in this 20 year gap like you are in the two areas they're playing with right now if you go this far back thousands of years in the past you have a lot a lot of room to wiggle with a lot of different stories that you could do and a lot of world building that you could do on your own and a lot of original characters that you could bring to the table so i really like the idea of that i know that it's not like a one-to-one adaptation, but really a lot of what we're getting isn't. Like the Sonic movie, which was pretty good, uh, wasn't a one-to-one adaptation of the games. The Mario movie, which honestly I'm pretty excited for. It looks <laughs> looks pretty decent. Looks like it's not going to be that as well. Um, Uncharted, which was dog shit, was not <laughs> was not a one. A lot of this doesn't have to be a one-to-one adaptation. Uh, a big part of it, I think, is just being built in that world that these games have given you, and I think that that would be uh, something really interesting, a really fresh look at the Star Wars universe that would maybe breathe some life into into it. As I think the the tread that they have. Uh, to dry to keep driving in the direction they're going right now is kind of getting worn out. 
All right, so uh, I guess we've each got one left, and then we'll call it a day. Yeah. Uh, I, I While you were talking, I thought of something like for the Borderlands thing. I could tell you had some me. smirk on your face, so I knew you'd... Because I, I really, like... I, just, I didn't think about it until now. I was like, I haven't seen any of the Mad Max movies. Uh, like, I've seen portions of them. I haven't seen any of them, at a, like, fully through. Uh, but, like, that's, like, the kind of world they live in. is like, a post-apocalyptic... Like, they moved... To, like, they... This is, like, a refuge planet, I think, for them. So, like, they're... They're there, and it's, like, that's the... the that's the interaction style is like they're survivors you know but not like not like normal survivors and like it's just like a wasteland it's every man for themselves like there's psychos and all these things everywhere so like that's a way they could do it but that's a past the point um the last one i have it's a little different i've talked about it on the podcast it already had a movie adaptation years ago okay um I feel if they did a live-action series of Assassin's Creed, they could take it anywhere they really wanted to go. Yeah. You could give anybody free reigns on this to just write a story and just start from it. And it could be very much like how The Mandalorian was supposed to be at the beginning, where you could just like have... Like, in the beginning, where the one season's like, this guy play, like goes back in the animus, he goes to this era, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like another season like i I would probably say like you would start towards the beginning of time like you like the characters they would go in as and then like you would expand over time like you would go through like uh just ancient civilizations up until like more current day where you work into like where the they were pirates and all that kind of stuff yeah Um, like but it could be like just a, a season on like one person then like that person's just gone and then you go to the next one I like so the I idea like, of that, yeah. And I feel like that's how it would work best, especially after seeing the movie and how I did not like it. <laughs> I really think, I never saw the movie, but I really think you could, since you're not in a video game, you could just take the Animus part out of it completely mm-hmm. and just have, like, the Assassins and the Templars. Yeah, and just, just like, like you said... Not be in current time. Yeah, and just like you said throw out all of the modern day stuff and just go and have each season be someone's journey Mm -hmm. you could do Ezio. you could do uh what's his name the first guy asrin altair altair that's it you could do them or you could just you know go and have completely different characters and just use that framework i really i wouldn't mind seeing those original guys um like Altair and then a season with Ezio and then a season with, you know I, I forget all the rest of the protagonists, but like imagine like bringing in like uh like a choreographer like for fights, like someone like that works on John Wick movies, like that kind of thing. Like the actual like action base just for like action scenes that you could do because they're actual assassins and like it's just hand to hand combat or like swords. Yeah. No guns back in like obviously working in time. If you go to a time era where there are guns, you could use them. Yeah. But I think it would I, be really interesting to see. I think that would be really good. I don't know if they'll ever do it. I don't know if they'll ever I don't go back think to that. Do it right. Probably. This is Ubisoft <sighs> we're talking about. <laughs> I know that they're supposedly coming out with the new Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is going back to their roots mm-hmm. and doing not an open world. Even though I did like odyssey which is the only like open world assassin's creed game that i played i really enjoyed that i liked the style of those old ones a lot more Mm. um i think that if they get back to that and they decided to make a show like i said if they could just take out all the modern day stuff because those were always my least favorite part of the games I think a lot of people it was their least favorite part of the games. And it was and my least favorite for the the Valhalla one, the latest one. Oh, did you? I, sure. Yeah, I. I didn't even in Odyssey. Did you have to do stuff in the modern day? I don't even remember that. If you did, you, you did because it the the story is dealing with a like the world's going to end because of these magical items. 
that are like from space or something. I I don't yeah. remember completely. Uh, but they're these items like it's a uh, Adam's apple. You know, like the golden apple from the the first few games was the big one. Uh, like yeah. Then it goes on to like God's weapons. Like it was a uh, Odin spear, uh, Gungnir. Oh okay. And then like uh, the trident in Odyssey was one, and then some some other stuff. But it, it's the... around these items, and I you, you could honestly like that's just because of the open world nature. I think if they really wanted to keep the um to keep the modern day stuff in it the one way i think you could do that and have it really work you set this up and you have it like be a four season tv show you have three protagonists right each of them have a different ancestor and you bookend each of the first three seasons with them going in and they go into the animus and then the rest of the series is them in the past and then maybe at the end of it, they come out and half of the last episode, maybe they go on a mission. Or you could even just save that. You do that for three seasons, and then you have a final season where they learned the skills in the Animus, and they go against the Templars in the modern day. Mm-hmm. Because that is what these games kept building towards, but we never got that. Mm-hmm. There were just these bits and pieces and then at the end of it, you might have, like, one level in the modern day. Yeah. But it just felt like we kept building towards um, some big thing to happen in the modern day, which never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think that I think that could really work if they wanted to keep that in there. But if not, I think it would be just as cool to see each season you follow a different assassin mm-hmm. and they're fighting the Templars in some way. Yeah, and just like exploring I, stories around that era too. It just it's. I feel like it's just open to to anything. Yeah, know? for sure. Um, my last one, one of my favorite series of all time is the Luigi's Mansion series, and I feel like we're not gonna get the movie that I'm asking for. It's gonna be because part of this movie. Not necessarily. Okay, well, we in the trailer for the Mario movie, we do see Luigi with like the vacuum that he uses, I think, mm-hmm. at one point. So it looks like this movie is just going to do it all because it has them like playing tennis at one point in the trailer, maybe. And it has, <laughs> I know it has them like riding, riding go karts. It has Luigi in the, mm-hmm. in the place with the, like in that dark mansion or whatever. So, like, yeah, maybe. They're just going to try to do it all, but what I think would be really cool, (laughs) what I think would be really cool, you could have it as a sequel or a spinoff to this movie or something, Mm -hmm. but have it to where it's like a children's version of a horror movie, not like scary, but like it's taking elements of a horror movie and making them funny or whatever for kids, Mm -hmm. and you just have a haunted house movie with luigi being cowardly as the protagonist <laughs> with uh his little dog and this and his mad scientist friend and everything i think that could be really fun um just you know to give him his own thing uh luigi his own movie as well especially if these movies are successful they do a couple mario movies just give him a spin-off movie and have it be this fun luigi's mansion thing because i think that out of all of the ways to do a one-to-one translation of, like, a Mario video game story into a movie, this would probably be the easiest one to do, especially with what it looks like they're setting up in this Mario movie they're coming out with soon. Mm. But fair. I hope that that's good. <laughs> yeah, I hope it is, too. That's probably the one I had the least to say about, but the one that I want the most out of the three that I mentioned. That's fair. I, I just... I mentioned one before we recorded that, like... Like I said, if I had played it recently and, like, I felt strongly about it, I would say it, but I, I just... A game I enjoyed was The Order 1886. It was mainly cinematic, so obviously you could just easily adapt... Adapt, adapt that? Yeah, adapt that. 
yeah. to some screen or TV series or something. But like, it's just this was a hard, hard one for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, coming up with movies or like shows we would want and how yeah. we would want them done. Mm-hmm. The Order eighteen eighty six was fun. It, like like you said, it was already very cinematic and one of those games where like eighty percent of the time you're not in control and you're watching cutscenes. <laughs> so it kind of already is a movie in a way. Exactly. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that game back in the day. Yeah. There's just there's a lot of games I haven't played a lot of like horizons to expand on. It's just Maybe they'll maybe they'll make more series and movies and they'll keep making more and more if they're not like Uncharted. Well, this is the the Roaring Twenties, which is going to be the decade of video game adaptations. So I hope we're so. going to get plenty this year. Don't you worry. Remember how plenty. you got? Will they be remember good? how you got sick of superhero movies by the end of the twenty tens? We'll get ready to get sick of video game adaptations because that's all we're getting. What if you're just sick of everything by the end of the twenty twenties? I'm already sick of everything, Hayden. You're right. You're right. And on that happy note, um, I think that's all we've got for you guys this week. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you want to email or hit us up on Twitter and tell us what are some video game adaptations that you'd like to see, uh, feel free to do that. Our uh, socials and contacts are in the show notes. As always, uh, you can rate or review this podcast on whatever you're listening to us on. We really appreciate that. That gets us a a little boost of, of popularity on these uh, podcast services. And um, we love uh, getting from, getting new listeners and just knowing that people uh, enjoy listening to what we have to say and uh, like what we do. So if you have anyone that you think would enjoy this episode or any of the episodes that we do on the show, feel free to tell a friend about the show. Uh, get them involved as well. But uh, that's all we've got this week. So... Keep gaming, gamers. <laughs> That's an old callback to an episode from like half a year ago that nobody's going to remember. I don't know why I felt compelled to do that. This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com.